This is Preps Casey's Football Friday Night. Preps Casey's Football Friday Night is brought to you by Remax, Comcast Xfinity, Price Chopper, BeUnion.com, the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, Dick Sporting Goods, and the Deepest Quali Moore Law Firm. Here's your host, Dion Clisso, and the coach, Harold Wamsgons. Welcome to Week 15 of Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Like the man said, I am your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons, and coach, pretty good week for, for teams here in the Metro last week, and we had a few come up short in some semifinals, but a clean sweep in 4A, 5A, and 6A on the Kansas side, and uh, you you can't say enough about what Blue Valley Northwest did to, to Derby, but also Mill Valley wins convincingly, and and St. James gets their second straight win. They had to kind of battle back in that game, but pretty impressive weekend on the Kansas side, especially. You know, I know we don't cover all of these people because they're not in the KC Metro, but on the Kansas side, the class one through five, the same state champions from 2020, won again in 2021, all five classes. Yeah, that that's says pretty there's, amazing. There's some <laughs> dynasties building. Uh, no doubt about that. Let's give you a rundown of our show this week. Our Kansas Hour is going to be a recap of those games. As we uh, take a look back, we're going to talk with Blue Valley Northwest coach Clint Ryder and Mill Valley coach Joe Appleby in our second segment. Um, we're going to talk with St. James coach Tom Radke and our own Adam Burns, who was at that game uh, at Topeka where um, St. James won. And then we'll also close it out with GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace, kind of recapping uh, the Kansas season. And this will be the last time we'll talk with Adam and Ryan. Uh, we have a show next week. It's not all on ESPN uh, Kansas City 94.5 or 1510. Uh, it'll be on our podcast page like it always is. Uh, this is our last uh, radio show this week. Well, Coach, uh, the other thing that's going on right now is the Simone Awards. And as we've seen on Sunday um, night, the finalists uh, were announced. The ballot was announced last week uh, with the 10 in each one. And then we had the, the finalists for each award. And then each night this week uh, has been handed out on um, KSHB 41. We've gotten great reaction on that. And um, we'll start off with the first one, the Taylor Award. Uh, Moody Rubin won that. Uh, outstanding season for him in Park Hill South. And uh, there was a lot of, uh, there's a, a really uh, balanced group of all these guys. Don't you think it from the ballot to the finalist? Without a doubt. And he definitely is a big play receiver. He does a great job. Then the bell was announced and Cody Simonsic from, uh, from Smithville, who's still playing, um, won that as the best small school lineman linebacker. And uh, he definitely um, it's had a great season for them leading that defense. It's been outstanding. First time they give up a lot of points, but they uh, he made plays in that game too. So uh, great for him. And he actually got over in the offensive side and ran a touchdown in as a Wildcat quarterback coach. And you know what? I think if you can get on in the top 10 of any of these categories, you need to be proud and your parents need to be proud and your coaches need to be proud. Then Wednesday night, uh, Melvin Laster from Liberty North was announced as the Buchanan winner as a sophomore, uh, the middle linebacker from Liberty North. And I tell you, coach, that's that's a guy to keep an eye on the next few years. I had an opportunity to see him play twice, and he definitely plays downhill against the run. He's a good one. Yeah, the, check out the highlight video that Spectrum Sports put together for us from that Lee Summit North game. And then on Thursday, the Fontana Award was handed out to Jackson House, a junior uh, quarterback from St. James Academy, and uh, really an outstanding season that he had and uh, leading that team and as a first-year starter. Uh, and really just uh, is it shows that so St. James has good things here and things to come as well, Coach. And in that group, there's several junior quarterbacks that were in that group of 10. It's going to be interesting to see how that race is next year. Of course, the Simone Award will be handed out on Tuesday, December 7th at the Winners High School, which is yet to be revealed. And the finals for that are uh, Trey Baker from Lee Summit North, 
Sam Van Dyne from Liberty North, uh, Jet Deneen from Lawrence Free State, and Mikey Pauly from Blue Valley Northwest. A really good group. In the, and the, the ballot was just loaded with quarterbacks this year in the top 10, the semifinalists, and these are the final four. Four great choices. Somebody's going to emerge from that group, but it could be a four-way tie. <laughs> I know. It's, it, it was as balanced a year. And, the, and uh, hats off to, one, the coaches and the, and the media who voted, and two, the Simone committee guys uh, who helped put that ballot together, and, and uh, Chad Rader and Ryan Wallace, uh, Cole Young, Adam Burns, uh, Andy Meyer, and myself uh, really knocked that out last week, and, and I appreciate everything they, they did for that. Um, it's a lot of extra work. And I appreciate all the coaches who gave stats and, and nominations and all that. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk with the man who pulled off uh, not just – I think people thought they could win, but the dominating win they had over Derby. Blue Valley Northwest coach Clint Ryder and Mill Valley coach Joel Appleby, who got yet another his third straight state championship win in five and seven years. So Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star Team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. 
The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Back at Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons. And a program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like the McCarthy Auto Group. They're the sponsor of 23 $1,000 scholarships through the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association Scholar Athlete Program every year. They also are the presenting sponsor of the Simone Awards and um, behind the brand new website and all the coverage is going on there. And they also partner with Riddell to give out uh, insight technology. Uh, to schools across the metro so they have their hands in a lot of things and high school football in the metro is better because of it and we appreciate everything they do all right let's go ahead and get kick things off here and uh talk to our first state championship coach we bring in blue valley northwest coach clint Ryder, and uh, you're talking to two guys who did not pick you to win so you could <laughs> you we could, know <laughs> you could you could take that for whatever uh, whatever you want to do to us uh we'll we'll take it but uh I, I I thought you could win. I thought you could score on them. I, I, I thought that was all possible. But, Coach, you guys defensively just dominated a derby team that was hanging 40, 50 points on almost everybody. Uh, that's that, that was as an impressive performance as I've seen in a state championship game in a long time. Congratulations, and, and has it sunk in at this point? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely has, has taken a couple of days. Uh, you know, I, our kids played just unbelievable. Uh, you know, our defense was was all over the field, and – um, you know, they're, they're a very good team, uh, that running back, you know, Dylan Edwards is, is he's the real deal. Um, you know, and obviously they've got a really, really good offensive front. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought our, our guys were, were flowing to the ball and, and coach Ahern had an unbelievable game plan, uh, to get his guys and, and cover up gaps. And I, I thought that the, the best thing they did all year, all day was shooting gaps and, and taking away cutback lanes and, uh, you know, just kind of keeping them, keeping them boxed in. And, and, uh, obviously as that was something our guys executed on very well. Coach, take just a few minutes and talk to us about your coaching staff that you have put together at Northwest and what things do you like most about that staff as a group? I mean, number one, it's just they're great teachers, um, you know, and, and we've we've been able to, to bring in a few guys that, uh, you know, obviously they love football, but, you know, I know. I know you could say that almost about every coach, but just if you if you go to one of our practices and you you hear the first you know, five minutes of uh, five or 10 minutes after warm up, it's all just coaches talking and teaching and, and uh, you know, walking their guys through what the game plan is for that day. You know, Coach Ahern on the defensive side is, has, I mean, that guy's the assistant coach of the year. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, what he's done with our defense is, is nothing short of incredible. Um, you know, but, you know, Coach Dewey, um, Coach Riker, Coach Maston, I and mean, those, those guys who've been doing it so well for so long, that was a, a really special thing. Um, you know, to be able to see them celebrate at the end of that day and, and uh, was very special for, uh, just to watch. And, um, you know, I, I, I've got great guys on the offensive side, uh, Coach Sample, uh, Coach uh, Alderman, Coach Dewey, and Coach Valentine. Uh, you know, Dayton played tight end at, at K-State and uh, obviously learned under a great teacher in Bill Snyder. And, uh, you know, you could see, you can see why, why Dayton was a captain. I mean, he, he just uh, is, is, gets his guys to play for him and, and um, gets them to play at a high level. And 
Uh, defensively, our guys just at each step of the way, whether it's you know, D-line, Coach Oreck did a great job having those guys prepared. Um, like I said, Coach Mast and Coach Reichert, uh, their linebackers were, were phenomenal. And, and Coach Richards on the back end, um, you know, those, that secondary, they didn't, they didn't complete a pass all day, um, which is, uh, you know, a tall task when you're going up against a team like Derby. For your school, um, and I, you know, I saw some of your tweets afterwards where you're thanking people, and I know you guys lost a principal, um, you know, a, a while ago, and, and that was impactful. But just that school had never even been there, and, and to come through. Now, basketball, on the other hand, they're, they're used to that kind of thing. But football, for people who played football on that team, there's been a lot of good football players come through there and a lot of good football coaches. Did, did you feel did – you, did, did, did the community kind of feel that way, like, like you said in, in your postgame tweets, and which were fantastic – it just looked like there was just a lot of, of, of love for what you guys were able to do this year. Uh, it was pure joy. I mean, and you could feel it, you know, and that was, again, kind of going back to last year, you know, we'd kind of turned the corner and, and our students and our community weren't really able to be a part of that. Um, you know, we, we had a shortened season, but it was successful. And um, you could feel it all year from the first opening night home game kickoff against uh, Blue Valley. You know, our students rushed the field and, um, you know, uh, I would say I was much more laxed about them rushing the field this time, you know, and uh, just to, to watch our players uh, run through and, and shake hands and then, and then go meet the student section. Um, well, I mean, I get chills thinking about it, um, you know, being able to go over and, and run over and hug Dr. Presley um, who, you know, took a chance on me and, and, you know, stuck with um, she had patience and you don't see patience a lot anymore, um, you know, in just athletics in general. And, uh, you know, I really wish, uh, you know, Mr. Gerke, uh, who hired me as the AD, that, that he passed the late Kevin Gerke, that that he could have experienced that. Uh, you know, it was a it was a special moment uh, for a lot of people, um, you know, that have put a lot into our program and into our players. Um, you know, not just the staff and not just the players, but, uh, you know, our support staff, uh, our community that have, have, have helped us uh, get to where we are. Well, let's talk for just a second about your seniors and, and how many there are and how many of them have been there all four years. Yeah, we have, uh, we have 31 seniors. Uh, I'd say probably 27 of those have been four-year guys. Um, you know, we've had, you know, a few guys kind of come on board in, in the last year or two, but um, have, have only added value uh, to that class. Um, you know, that's just a, a phenomenal group of guys. Um, I enjoyed, you know, games are awesome and wins are awesome, but, um, you know, practice is where you spend most of your time together and they're great practice players and they're, they're great in their preparation. Um, and they wanted to be great and spend a lot of time in the, the weight room, putting their bodies together and, and preparing themselves for this run. And, and I think that showed with, you know, we, we were very fortunate with injuries and I think that has to do a lot to do with how our, our guys got their bodies prepared for the, the 13 game grind. Um, you know, but they're a special group. I, I you know, it's, uh, you don't get those groups often as a coach. And, and when you get to experience that and then have them experience great success, that's a, that's a very special thing. Coach, again, congratulations. Uh, we appreciate uh, all, all you've helped us out with this year and uh, uh, real happy for you guys' win. And uh, that was a fantastic game and just an uh, unbelievable performance. I mean, <laughs> you, guys, you guys went there. You, you didn't, you know, hey, it's, it, it all counts the same, whether it's a one-pointer or, or if it's 20 or whatever, but uh, you definitely went out and took it. There's no doubt about that. I did enjoy being able to, you know, not have to worry about the last play of the game and, <laughs> and be able to just kind of, you know, I, I was able to put my headset away and, you know, maybe even put my phone away before I knew, you know, what was coming, you know, so I could 
protect the uh, the electronics. So, but just to be able to savor that and to hug the guys on the sideline as as the time was was winding down was uh, you know those are things that I'm sure we'll all remember for a long, long time. Coach, again, congratulations, and we appreciate you coming on. All right, thank you, guys. Well, Coach Walms, a very impressive performance by Northwest and a great job by Coach Ryder and his staff getting that team ready for that game. You know what? It's amazing what all three of the teams on the Kansas side did. They kind of had a loss during the early part of the season, middle of the season, came back and won six in a row, seven in a row. It's amazing. Yes, it is. Another team that won a state title is Mill Valley again, third in a row. And uh, um, they did have a loss early in the season and they, they bounced back. We bring Coach Joe Appleby now and this is the third year in a row and fifth out of seven that you're talking to us after Thanksgiving, which means you want a state championship. And uh, uh, when you when you look at this game, this season, this team, and we talk about the seniors and the, the group that you had and everything. Um, I remember you telling us after you after you had your loss, you know, you don't want to lose a game, but sometimes you've got to you've got to it reinforces what you're trying to tell them. Hey, we need to work on these things that your team really so consistent all year long. I, I, how 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 satisfying is as a coaching staff? to have this group and, and do what they did this year? Uh, it's extremely satisfying. You know, I mean, as you said, I mean, you never want to lose and, and we're never, you know, walking into a week saying, Hey, it'd be best if we lose this game at all. You know, <laughs> um, you know, it, it is, uh, but you can learn a lot from losing, you know, and, uh, and uh, if, it, if it happens, you can definitely learn a lot. And, and these kids did, you know, and, and we, you know, and it, it gave us a chance as coaching staff to kind of, re- kind of reevaluate some things too, and maybe uh, make some adjustments lineup wise. Um, maybe fit some guys in some better spots uh, to help us out as a team. Um, and I felt like we did that. And our staff did a great job of, of uh, you know, really talking through that and making sure we made the correct adjustments, uh, you know, going forward. Um, and then the kids, you know, th- th- they, uh, they took it as a way to improve, um, you know, and, and that's probably the most satisfying thing as a coach is, you know, you preach to them and, you know, and, and again, it could be coach speak all the time. You know, hey, let's learn from this. Let's get better. Let's get you know, show up every day to get better. That's, but that's probably the most satisfying thing about this season, uh, for sure, is uh, they bought into that coach speak. Um, you know, every single day, um, they showed up to practice and they wanted to get better. Um, and and as boring as that sounds, uh, they didn't, they made it not boring. Uh, you know, they made it where it was exciting every day. Um, they wanted to put the work in every day. They had energy every day. And uh, it was just a really, really fun group. And, and that was just an indication of our strong senior leadership. But you know what I think is really great about what you said 10 years from now, when somebody asks you the question, what do you remember most about those teams, that team this year, it's going to be those things that you just said about them. All of those intangibles are fantastic. No, I, absolutely. You know, and, and that's the one thing that we hope as coaches, they can take, you know, into life in general, you know, is, is, uh, you know, there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be adversity. Um, if you can just, uh, you know, put that past you and focus on, you know, the now and enjoy the now, you know, and make the most of the now and, 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 and learn from any mistakes that happen, and, and uh, then you're probably going to do good things in life. You're probably going to be pretty successful as a person. Well, the game on Saturday, you look like you guys had pretty much control most of the time. Uh, but Mays is a good team and, and a talented quarterback. And um, do you feel like that, that you're – Kind of your physicality and your style really kind of um, set the tone from that game from from the first snap on. Yeah, I really do. Um, you know, really that that opening drive, I really felt like um, you know our D line just kind of established that physicality we want, we wanted to play with. Um, you know, we really felt like you know if, if we could just get some pressure, stop the run game as much as we possibly could, 
um, get some pressure on their quarterback, who's a special player, um, probably as, as good as quarterback as we've ever seen. You know, um, you know, he's right up there with the Graham Mertz's, everybody that, you know, that's come out of Kansas City. I mean, he, he's a he's a special player. And uh, but we felt like if we could just, you know, get a little pressure on him, uh, pressure that he hadn't seen all year, we felt like um, uh, we felt, you know, we, we were kind of hoping that that would, uh, you know, alter his decision making, uh, maybe make him run a little bit more than he wanted to. Um, do those types of things. And, and I felt like we did that from the get-go. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you know, that opening drive was was tremendous. I mean, we played uh, really physical up front. Um, you know, our kids uh, uh, really kind of established line of scrimmage on that side of the ball on that opening drive. And, you know, and it's capped it off with, the, with, with Reese, you know, uh, on a nice 15 – or I think about a 15-yard run for a touchdown to open the, open the game for us offensively was, uh, was just a great start to the game. Coach, which of your offensive and defensive position groups are going to suffer most by graduation from this group? Uh, well, it looks, I mean, as of right now, defensively, um, you know, we lose two D linemen and Aiden Schaefer and Cody Moore, um, huge leaders um, that we're going to have to replace. Uh, you know, but we, we rotated some other kids in there as well, too. So we have some experience there that'll fill in some spots there. Um, really, our, our all of our linebackers, all of our safeties, um, you know, uh, minus Jay Ybarra, uh, but we also rotated several guys in there as well, too. I think we ended up playing of the 11 starting spots. We probably played, you know, consistently 17, 18 kids, you know, on the defense side of the ball. Um, so we really feel like if anything, if you kind of look at it, probably nine of 11 are coming back defensively. Um, offensively, we do lose, you know, our tight ends, our receivers. Uh, we're going to have to find some guys there, but we really like the guys that we have you know, coming up, they had a really successful JV seasons, um, really as a team and as individuals as well, too. Um, we have four of the five offensive linemen coming back, our quarterback back. And then, uh, of course, we lose Reese Kennedy as a running back. But uh, Tristan Baker really did a nice job. We, You know, as, as you guys know, you know, most of the season they kind of shared time. It, Reese kind of took over the second half of the season and into the playoffs. But um, Tristan did a nice job when he was in there. He's a, he, he was a very quality back. Um, we also have, you know, several guys I think we talked about on one of our other podcasts where, you know, I mean, I, I think this, that was the biggest running back group we've ever had. You know, we have uh, we had nine guys, I think, in that running back group this year. So um, we really feel comfortable, uh, really excited about it uh, going forward. But uh, but yeah, we're going to have to find some playmakers offensively. Um, but again, uh, we really felt like our JV guys had a great season, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, they'll, they'll fill in just nicely. Coach, again, congratulations, and uh, I know it, it never gets old, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's always fun talking to you, and good luck, and, and I'm sure we'll talk again in the offseason. All right, that sounds good. Thank you, guys. I appreciate everything. I listen to you time and time again. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the eyes. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for Remax. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. 
when you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff from for sale to sold my pick is remax and relax they've done it a million times start your search today with the remax app each office independently owned and operated price chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings download the my price chopper app to find all of this week's offers plus plenty of other great ways to save like coupons rewards and so much more the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played Division One ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816 Mike's got this. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgans. And a program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System. They treat any sports injury to any member of your team, whether it's your back, knee, hip, shoulder, or concussion, see the same experts who care for the Royals and Chiefs. Learn more at sportsmedicine.kansashealthsystem.com. And right now they're running a holiday special for some of their sports performance classes. You can get online and see that. They've got some discounts for people who want to do those in the off season. All right, let's go ahead and get back into football and bring in one of another of our state championship coaches, Tom Ragge from St. James. And uh, you now have done this two years in a row. It uh, was a little closer than I think you, you thought it might be. At least a lot of us thought it would be. Uh, but you guys persevered, played a really good second half and, and, and took out an Andover Central team. That was pretty tough and physical. Uh, I know you'd, you'd love to win them easy and big, but that's got to be a fun one to get down 14 points, come back, get it tied at halftime, and then and then really do a good job in the second half. Yeah, I mean, they, they got after us. You know, we, you know, we're, we had the semifinal game against Mies. is always a huge game. Our guys really get up for it. You know, the way it went down state tied last year game, it was, you know, we kind of got up on them pretty quickly. And, um, and Andover Central came after us hard and they hit really hard and, and played super physical football. So that first quarter, you know, they caused two uh, turnovers and it was them causing them, not just us messing up. So um, all credit to those guys. They got after us. And then when we kind of got our bearings, um, our seniors were like, hey, guys, we got to start playing some football here. And people asked me, what ha- What'd you say at halftime? I was like, nothing. Stop screwing up. Play more physical. Play our, our <laughs> brand of football. And then the seniors just said, just, just be us. And uh, so it was no, there was no uh, shouting or anything like that at halftime. Um, I knew our guys, uh, what we had in there. And 
Um, you know, we have a really good junior class, and Wade Spencer is a special player. So he he's kind of the ringleader of the yelling and, and hooping and hollering. So he 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 got us going to start the half. Coach, talk a little bit about your offensive line and how they've improved and how they've played better each of the last nine weeks to get you this state title. Yeah, it, it, I'm glad you asked that because Coach Pickerick, who's a longtime Lansing head coach and the coach at Park Hill uh, the last few years, um, became, came over to St. James and became an offensive line coach. And the way him and the offensive corner coach Joshi um, tweaks and stuff, Pickerick's awesome. He still writes things on the yellow piece of paper, like every single front that we're going to see in every play. He writes it on the yellow. He's got it all over. And, and we got, Coach, we got Huddle. We have those other things you can drop plays. He goes, no, I like this. And, um, you know, he, all of our line guys bought into him, you know, Josh Bickemeyer, um, Will Glumsky, and, you know, and Jack Bickemeyer. Um, you know, we got a sophomore, Spencer Schutz, you know, and then JP Conley, just a really good, solid group. And they stayed healthy. You know, that's a huge part. And we had Wade Spencer in there um, when we needed some extra, uh, some extra beef in there. So it was a really solid group that stayed healthy. And, you know, Pekarik and Joshi did such an amazing job getting those guys molded in the group that they were. You think being there last year helped that experience of, of not like getting scared or not scared, but just no panic and how yeah, things go second time. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, that just that experience that we knew, we knew what we had. So we started on four in the season. Right. So when we get down, it's like, okay, we've been down before. Um, you know, so that, that mentality kind of shown through um, and just, yeah, that experience for sure. And our crowd, I got to talk about those guys again. That place is packed. It, unbelievable how many fans we had there. And at one point, the camera was shaking so bad on, on the, uh, that you couldn't see it. Like it was just shaking so bad. And I'm, I'm, somebody said I had to watch it. I was like, oh my goodness, this is, it was crazy in the third and fourth quarter how our fans got into it and where they traveled. Um, yeah, just, just proud of the community. Yeah, I, I, there was a scene there at the end where it was shaking because everybody was going crazy. And uh, that says a lot about your fans. And um, when you when you look at this group that are seniors and, and what they've done the last two years, and I know you've got some good juniors and sophomores and 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 guys coming. Uh, what it's hard to win back to back, and that's a lot on a team's kids that were juniors and seniors. What what did their leadership mean? It was it was incredible, you know. And, and people say, well, I, I was thinking about it on the way down here. I was like, oh, and four, right? We started on four. How'd you come back? <laughs> well, these guys stuck to the pillars: our faith, toughness, brotherhood, and and two twelve, and. They stuck to that, and I remember uh, Janatello um, talking to the defense um, about who St. James was and how we practice and wh- wh- what our pillars mean and, and, and things like that. And so that was a special moment that um, he kind of uh, took another his uh, captain, you know, just like, I'm going to, this is what, who we are, um, and I'm going to show you guys how to do it. And he ramped it up along with Ty, and um, those are two of the guys that, and, and then you throw Wade in there as a junior, just, he is just, a special football player um, who just absolutely loves it. His parents would tell me a story about him in the six, when six years old, he'd go out and play catch with himself at six in the morning when the sun came up and go through a whole game. He'd come in at 45 minutes later and it was just halftime, you know, it was KU against, against MU. So uh, it, it, he's that kind of player. So um, it was just a special group to be around. Coach, congratulations again, a fantastic season. And uh, we will probably be talking with you in the off season and next year, of course. Yeah, I hope so. Hey, and, and thank you guys both for all that you do for uh, Kansas City sports and especially for football. So uh, you guys do an amazing job. So thank you again. Well, Coach Wams, uh, Coach Radke's done it back-to-back years now, and they've still got a lot of people coming back on that team. This could be a run for them uh, that uh, definitely uh, gets longer and longer each year. Well, without a doubt, going from 0-4 to 9-4 is a great accomplishment. Let's go ahead and bring in our own Adam Burns, and who was at that game 
uh, last week, and he uh, has covered St. James down the line. And, you know, that first half was probably the un-St. James, maybe the early season St. James where they struggled some uh, mistakes and things like that. But they really rallied in the second half and showed what they were made of. No, absolutely. I think Andover Central came out with a very physical brand of football that um, maybe they saw on tape, but um, maybe a lot of people didn't see that coming. I think um, they were super physical. They, they played like an EKL um, at, from a physicality standpoint. That surprised me a little bit. Um, you know, maybe it didn't surprise Andover Central because that's probably how they've been all year. But um, it definitely looked like, you know, uh, Andover Central hit St. James in the mouth early. Um, obviously, they led 14 nothing over um, the Thunder. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it surprised St. James. They obviously responded and ended up with the win. But, um, yeah, St. James definitely looked more like their 0-4 self from earlier <laughs> the, in the year than, than they did when they were, um, you know, on that, on that hot winning streak late. Adam, what would you attribute the fact that St. James was down zero to 14? What would you attribute to come back to win the game was how would that take place? Yeah, I think they just started playing better defensively. Um, you know, Andover Central had their running game going um, and they're, you know, they weren't neither team was throwing the ball well in the first half. Jackson House um, had, you know, admitted that he wasn't on his on his A game from a passing standpoint much of much of Saturday at all, uh, but he did get it going late, um, you know, which helped. Uh, definitely the turning point, I thought, was when he connected with uh, Tiave Watts um, deep, which surprised a little bit people. Um, you know, when you think of St. James going deep, you think of uh, Claiborne and you think of Neeson. Um, you don't think of their little running back breaking open. Um, somehow, Tiave got behind the defense, made a really nice catch, and then had to get around a couple guys, um, shed a tackle, and then, then weaved in and out of in and out of a couple other would-be tacklers for the touchdown. That really kind of changed everything because I think it opened it up. You know, he had had a couple nice runs. As I mentioned, um, House wasn't connecting with Claiborne and connecting with Nice in the way he had been during the winning streak. Um, but once that deep pass was open, much like much of the rest of the season, um, it really helped their entire offense be more balanced. And they were able to, they were able to get going in the second half. And I flipped over that game. I, I watched a lot of Blue Valley Northwest and then flipped over, um, caught a little bit of the last quarter there. And you could tell that 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 uh, St. James had picked up their physicality and on the defensive side and really uh, were playing well. Is that I think we talk about their offense so much. I think that's one of the more underrated parts of that team. And that's a lot of young guys on that team. That Wade Spencer's coming back. There's a lot of people on that on that defensive side of the ball that play really well and, and are coming back next year. Yeah, I, I talked to an assistant after the game, and um, he, he mentioned he works with the D line, and and he mentioned that. Um, their hope, you know, at halftime was just, gosh, you know, Andover had some guys that played both ways, but St. James, obviously a little bit more deep uh, defensively. They were just hoping they could wear them down, wear them down. Um, and, and, it, and it ended up happening. But I think, um, you know, w- what I noticed was, was Wade Spencer was just, he was just a beast. I, I think I tweeted at one point, he was just a man among boys. You know, he, he came up with a pretty big, pretty big sack on third or fourth down um, at one point And, you know, he's a guy that knows how to fire up a crowd, fire up a sideline, um, you know, and there was sort of some clear momentum from the defense, you know, he's just one of those guys that, um, you know, his teammates feed off of him. The defense feeds off his energy. Well, and, and, you know, you think about looking towards next year, he's a big kid, but uh, he can probably, he'll probably put on another 20, 25 pounds on that frame, if not more. Um, and, and, you know, he, 
he was a finalist for the bell this year. And uh, I think he's a guy definitely to keep your eyes on uh, for next year. I think that, that, that he's definitely a guy that I think is going to be really front and center for that team. For sure. And, and he's not, you know, unknown anymore. If he was <laughs> unknown headed into this season, um, you know, he's going to be keyed. He's going to be doubled. Um, he's a guy that, um, you know, had a great season in EKL, which as you guys know, is not easy to do. So, um, but yeah, he's, he's definitely um, got a target on his back a little bit, but he's talented enough to, you know, to really, um, to not let that matter just because he's so quick, he's so physical, he's got some moves, you know, you see some highlights from the last couple of weeks from him and um, he's just super quick. And, you know, if, if an offensive lineman's not on his A game, uh, Wade's going to find his way to the quarterback. Maybe he won't sack him every time, but um, just that pressure and that constant um, pressure is, is um, it's tough. So yeah, the defense really fed off of him. Obviously St. James's secondary um, had an incredible uh, postseason, um, and that we've talked about him, them a lot. Um, and they had another interception uh, last week as well, but uh, Wade Spencer is certainly one to look out for in, in uh, the next year. Well, Adam, uh, this is the last time um, we'll talk with you this year on the, on the podcast. So uh, we do do this every year, um, real quick. And I, I, I didn't, pre- I didn't preview it before we did this, but, uh, uh, favorite game, favorite team, favorite player. Um, uh, yeah. So, you know, that's kind of the, what we do, do every year and, 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 uh, see what you think about that. Um, definitely. I, I'm sure this is a lot of people's response, but Blue Valley Northwest, um, just, just what, what an incredible story. Um, just, you know, seeing them, seen them um, the last couple of years personally. I, I saw them last year and uh, once this year. Um, it's just that's that's a program coming together, and, and it reminds me a lot of what Liberty North has done the last couple of years. I got to see them in, in 19 up in Liberty, and um, I, there's just a lot of similarities between those two programs and how they've they've come, you know, come from, um, you know, a bottom of the league to, to being the top of the league to then of officially being – for Blue Valley Northwest's sake, uh, top of top of the uh, the state in six A, um, you know Liberty North almost got there, right? So maybe maybe their time is coming, but um, definitely definitely Blue Valley Northwest deserves all the credit in the world. Clint Ryder and his program, uh, really fun to see. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it going. They lose a couple of key pieces, of course. Um, you know, second to them, obviously I saw St. James enough to where it's, it's hard not to mention them and what they got to accomplish the last two years. And, um, as you've mentioned, you know, a lot of pieces coming back. So big question remains, you know, can they, can they put together, um, some sort of run, but I'm sure, um, you know, coach Radke and his staff, they're, they're preaching one game at a time, one year at a time, um, all those, all those coaches sayings, but yeah, those are, those are some names, of course, uh, that, that come to mind for sure. Um, player that you like that just kind of stood out to you. Just the, either you like watching play or or play the best. Yeah, for sure. I, I think John John Neeson. I'm going to give him a nod just because um, he wasn't on really many people's radar this year. I, I know uh, uh, Tyler Claiborne was was uh, selected as part of the um, Simone Awards. He he represented St. James for for the receiver. I know. And in some of our discussions, we talked a lot about, you know, can, should we pick John? Should we pick Tyler? Should we pick both? What do we do? Right. (laughs) I think that's just a nod to where he came from, you know, out of nowhere, kind of, um, you know, and he racked up more yards than than Tyler did this year, uh, had less catches and less touchdowns, I believe, but um, 
I'll mention him just because um, he's he's one to watch out for next year, as well as he'll become um, his classmates. Uh, John Jackson House's top target for sure. Um, you know, pending anything, of course, happening from now until then. But yeah, he he had a great season, and um, he's he's definitely one to look out for next year as well. All right, how about a game? Is there a game that stood out to you? I mean, it, it's hard not to point to the state championship game. Uh, maybe recency bias, uh, just just because, you know, it obviously looked for some time there that um, Andover Central could have become, you know, the first West team to win a state championship since, um, gosh, you told me, what what was it? Bueller, 2013, I think. 2013, 2013, sorry. Yeah, Bueller. So um, that was that was definitely a legit threat. Um, and um, what was cool about that, too, of all the state championships games on the Kansas side, that was really the only super close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right so like 3a 2a 1a were blowouts too so yeah, yeah so it's, it's it's hard not to mention it and just the atmosphere it was packed i mean um even even andover central traveling super well um on the other side they packed hummer sports park and st james to no surprise really thanksgiving weekend it was you know 55 60 degrees um quick drive on i-70 about an hour Right. Um, so that was just the atmosphere in general was, was just perfect for, for a high school football and a state championship game. So I'm going to go ahead and just, and just take the easy one there and say the state title came for St. James. <laughs> well, Adam, thanks again for all your great work this year. And hopefully uh, we will have your services again next year. We'll talk about that in the off season. It's always a year to year deal with guys. And then, you know, depending on what their schedule and availability is, we appreciate everything you've done and looking forward to chatting with you again. Hey, thanks, guys. It's been fun as always. All right. That's our own Adam Burns. He's done great work for us this year. When we come back, we're going to talk with Ryan Wallace from GoPowerCat.com and get his season wrap up. You listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like two Cy Youngs, 
the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans, and joining us now from GoPowerCat.com and, of course, Preps KC's is our own Ryan Wallace. And, uh, Ryan, uh, clean, clean sweep, 4A, 5A, 6A last week. And I think a lot of us thought that 4A and 5A would go uh, the Metro's way. We thought, we thought that Blue Valley Northwest, the plucky little Blue Valley Northwest, had a fighting chance. Uh, actually, it was Derby that had no chance in that game. They came out and smacked him in the mouth and dominated both sides of the offensive line and was as impressive as anybody. You know, I thought the 4A was going to be the blowout and the other two were going to be close. It was the other way around. They handled them. And we were texting during that game. I, I was just stunned. I, I, I the, When it first started happening, I was like, okay. And then I watched it and then you, te- you texted each other. You're like, it's early. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> unless they're going to grow them some linemen. <laughs> Yeah. halftime <laughs> the, the, the blue valley northwest physical tough hit him in the mouth and, and won that game well and you know i did myself a disservice by not giving what i'd seen blue valley northwest do already enough credit mm-hmm. because you know yes derby is its own beast <clears throat> and like we talked about you know ad nauseum at the the way that they are are built and their program and the 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 guys that whether it's size, strength, speed, you know, they, that they have a good team and a team that would not be, you know, blinded by the, the bright lights of that stage. But really, Blue Valley Northwest, what they had done against a team like Olathe North, who, again, different from Derby in a lot of standpoints, but if you're just talking powerful size, they won the line of scrimmage against Olathe North. Like I should have known better <laughs> that they couldn't win the line against Derby. Um, absolutely. They did. I think what surprised me most about that game though, Dion, wasn't that blue Valley Northwest offense put up points. Um, I, I had a feeling that Mikey Pauly's dual threat ability was going to be able to give Derby some problems that they might be able to keep up. But I thought, maybe Derby and Dylan Edwards would just have enough points to just outmatch them. And what ended up happening was 
Blue Valley Northwest quickly realized that they could win the line of scrimmage, as you said. Gabe Peterson, some of those guys up there on the defensive line, got enough push. And I think they realized very quickly that Derby is one-dimensional from an offensive standpoint. And if we can load the box and contain a guy like Dylan Edwards, which is easier said than done, but God, Clint Ryder's group did a hell of a job of it, um, you can really negate that offense. And that's exactly what they did. And I think they did a really good job offensively of, you know, getting up early, but, you know, having these sustained drives, yeah. you know, Mikey Pauly had what it, what was it over 150 yards rushing and a couple scores. Um, but if you go back and look at his scores, they were all, you know, two, five, six yards out, which tells me, they were moving the ball. Um, they, these weren't big highlight plays. They were keeping Derby's offense off the field, which was a great medicine for a Blue Valley Northwest win. Hats off to the Huskies. Just an incredible run, incredible season, really fun team to cover this year. I think one of the biggest surprises was what you alluded to just a few minutes ago. 28-0 was amazing. The fact that the game got to that point was just amazing. Yeah, and again, coaches, not just that the, they scored 28 points. That was an eye-opener for me, especially when Dion texted me, are you seeing this score? <laughs> uh, but it was the zero. It was the goose egg. To not allow – you you can win uh, the game as, as Blue Valley Northwest defense. You can win the game and maybe still allow Dylan Edwards an 80-yard touchdown run. You know what I mean? They didn't allow that. There weren't any highlight plays. Um, and so it was just from top to bottom, start to finish. Yeah, that will be a game that I think, uh, you know, Brandon Clark will have nightmares about. And I think every coach in this state will now want tape of that game to see how you beat Derby because they put the, they put the blueprint out. Well, and, and you talk about the defensive line. They did a three-man front. And not to go too technical here, they did a three-man front, and they did a good job controlling the five guys. And so the linebackers were able to float where Edwards was or, or, or harass the quarterback when he went to pass. And then as the game went on, the guys in the three-man front, there was a time where the DN was basically guard tackle. He got upfield fast enough to where the guard wasn't an issue, and he just kind of held to see what they were going to do because they do some delayed stuff in the backfield right. where, they, you know, where Edwards will pop out and – and like that, and he just waited to see what it was and then just threw the tackle off and stuffed it for a three- or four-yard loss. I mean, just – I mean, it was it was impressive. I mean, and it it says a lot about – I think, you know, sometimes – and we've, we've had this discussion before. Sometimes we don't give our own teams enough credit. We had a discussion with Cole Young on the, on the small schools, like in class one on the Missouri side, and then sometimes you give your teams – too much credit and you think, oh, wow, our teams are great. They're going to go kill somebody. And then they run into somebody like, oh, wow, we, right. maybe we weren't as good. I, you know, we, we like the EKL and the Sunflower. Um, and we sometimes think, oh, well, you know, they're, they're pretty good. And I think the Mill Valley showed and, and Blue Valley Northwest showed, and you're talking about them doing Blue Valley Northwest, doing Jalatha North, and even Blue Valley West, how physical they were. And they still right. were able to manhandle that. And, now, and then we talk about Mill Valley. That game wasn't even really as close – as it looked, I mean, they were they were up three scores and had a guy running down the field only to get the ball punched out <laughs> from behind on the touchdown. What was going to be an easy touchdown run. Uh, and that thing it tightened up a little there at the end. And Mick Schaefer, um, you know, who, whose son Aiden played in that game and uh, said that that was a pretty good. He is a great quarterback at, from uh, from Mays and, and that uh, it was impressive. But Mill Valley really kind of handled that. And then uh, I did get the text 
or the saw the tweet from Mick Schaefer down year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. And it's true. We've been trying to warn people all year. Um, but no, I, I think again, getting back to, you know, the point that coach made about the six, a game was the greatest thing that could have happened to mill Valley in that game was getting up early because I think it did a number of things that snowballed for maze. Um, not only do you give yourself confidence, but then as a Jaguar defense, <clears throat> which was the big question coming into that one, how they were going to defend Avery Johnson, what you're able to do then is make him more one-dimensional because coming back from a, a deficit as deep of a hole as they were in, it was going to have to be through the air. And I think we all know that, and I've said it, Avery Johnson is probably doesn't get enough credit for being a, maybe a better passer than people think. Um, I think naturally he's thought of as just an athlete that happens to be the, you know, your, your best athlete on the field, he plays quarterback, but he can actually throw it a little bit, but I, I would be neglect to say, you know, that he's a, a polished passer. He's not yet. And so when you force him to be one dimensional, um, I think that that really took away from Mays' game plan because he's at his best when he's keeping you honest in both, in both aspects. And when, you don't even it's not even that mill valley is giving you the opportunity to uh, to be a runner you, you can't be a runner because that does nothing to get you out of a 21 nothing hole um and so mill valley was able to control the line of scrimmage take away the run game maze kind of took it out of themselves and then uh May, mill valley is good enough in that the secondary and smart enough where they were able to force him into some bad throws uh and you know areas that he didn't need to be throwing and and for some turnovers there. So again, I think getting up early took the run game out, whether Mill Valley was going to stop the run game or not, it, their offense getting up early took it out. Uh, and then it made Mays one dimensional. And that's just, that's not what got them to that point. I think one of the intangibles is the fact that Mill Valley has been there five out of the last seven years, right? Sure. Sure. Um, but you know, again, I think that defensive line for Mill Valley, you know, there weren't a lot of guys. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, Dion, but I don't think we had a Mill Valley guy up for the Buchanan Award. No, we, we Aiden Schaefer was in discussion there a little bit as their best lineman, but no, there wasn't. I mean, it, it was a deep field, and that's right. a, they've had somebody up for that award almost every year the last five sure. or six years. Sure, but the point that I wanted to make out of that was they didn't have an individual maybe, mm -hmm. but I think if you did a poll across the Metro – if you wanted to find one of the best D lines, you know, outside of maybe North Kansas city, mill Valley be up there. Um, the, sum of those parts were, was what made that team roll. And it seems to be that way every year for mill Valley. Um, they'll have a guy one, once in a while that comes along like a Christian Jeggin. Um, you know, maybe, maybe Jay is that guy moving forward. You know, um, Hayden Jay had a tremendous year this year and maybe he's that guy moving forward, but um, it's just a team. that's just a well-oiled machine. And I think maybe that in a nutshell is kind of what we saw against Mays is you've got Mays that has some incredible individuals, some incredible skill talent, but the sum of the parts was ultimately just stronger at Mill Valley. All right. Before we let you go here real quick, we do this every year. Um, best or favorite, however you want to do it, uh, player, team, and game. I'll start with game. Cause to me, that one's an easy one. Uh, I go back to blue Valley North and Lee summit North. Um, <laughs> You know, Eudora and Piper had one hell oh. of a finish. <laughs> one hell of a finish. 
But if we're talking start to finish the game in and of itself, back and forth, um, there were, you know, some calls where, where you know, the, the fans were involved with the referees. And uh, it was the atmosphere there with it being a broadcast on television that night. It was a really, really fun game. And then it, the rain started coming there. The end. I mean, <laughs> that one was up there and will be remembered by me for a long time. Um, what was the other favorite team? Uh, I, I probably would say Blue Valley Northwest. You know, I got to see them twice this year. Uh, I loved what Clint Ryder did with them. It's just a great story um, being able to follow them this year from watching them, their season opener to the end. Uh, the the turnaround was just tremendous. So I'll, I'll go with the Huskies as probably my favorite team. Um, favorite player this year? Um, Mikey Pauly would be up there for me. Um, Edric Hill from North Kansas City was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'll tell you a guy, you know, I go back to the Kansas side for me. Um, Jacob Parrish was a guy that I was proud to see make the Simone Award list, at least, you know, uh, to be voted upon. Because if you want to talk about a guy that did a little bit of everything on both sides of the field, um, he was just a lot of fun to watch and, and a hell of a player on both sides of the ball. So, uh, you know, he would be up there for me as well. Um, that Those are the kind of the guys I think that that really stand out as far as uh, if I'm trying to limit them to to seniors, I guess Edric is a junior, but yeah. he's just in a kind of in a class of his own on the, on the Missouri side. But a lot of guys, Dion, as you and I have talked about that, I'm really looking forward to seeing next year. Yeah. We got a good group. We got a good group coming chance to see this year. Yeah, so we got, we got a lot of good juniors and sophomores yes. uh, out there as well. So, well, Ryan, have a good holiday and uh, we will catch up with you again next year. And we appreciate everything you've done this year. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right, that's Ryan Walls from GoPowerCat.com and uh, did a fantastic job for us again this year. All right, that is our Kansas Hour. When we come back, we will jump across the state line and do our Missouri Hour. You'll see the Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star Team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. 
with a Dick scorecard. You earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. 